Well, today in the studio we have not only Todd Yoey, but a new hire for Lebanon Schools. And we are excited to have Mr. Pantling in. Yay! He's a new athletic director here in Lebanon. He was uh, one of how many candidates, Mr. Yoey? Oh, oh, 80. 80 candidates, and he is the sole survivor. He was not voted <laughs> off the island. He will continue for the next season. Mr. Pantling, thank you for coming in. I appreciate you having me. Not a problem. Hey, let's uh, get started. Todd, how did you come across Mr. Pantling? Well, we're very fortunate that uh, Keith was working at a neighboring school district, Little Miami, and uh, expressed interest in our position, completed the application, went through the interview process, uh, including our selection committee, <clears throat> which was comprised of uh, some administrators, uh, some coaches, uh, some parents, booster club, couple of board members, and uh, did a great job uh, mm -hmm. through the through the interview process. Uh, has some years of experience as an athletic director, which is uh, one thing we were looking for. Uh, being a Division One school, uh, it's a big job, and uh, it, it helps when somebody comes in and has had some experience. Mm -hmm. uh, very familiar with the area, and uh, it, in his uh, current position in Little Miami, uh, is uh, in the Eastern uh, Cincinnati Conference, the ECC which Lebanon is joining uh, this school year, this upcoming sports season. So uh, we have somebody familiar with the area, familiar with Lebanon, and familiar with our league, and uh, has a lot of great ideas and, and uh, really impressed uh, our, our selection. I was going to say, you must have impressed uh, some people to get the position now. Now, that's pretty hard to do being a New Yorker, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> Western New Yorker. It's a little different. It's, it's kind of like Northeast Ohio, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, I grew up outside of Buffalo, New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. like Buffalo area. Yeah, I went through, uh, I guess, many years ago to, uh, I didn't know it, the Canada side, which Niagara Falls, mm -hmm. and I didn't know Buffalo was right across. That was news to a little 10-year-old or whatever it was that yep. I went there. But it's a neat little area, and, and to think that it's only like nine hours from here. Six and a half. Six and a half. Six and a half, wow. yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you still go back home? Uh, quite a bit. My, I have a few brothers that still live there. My parents are still there as well. So you grew up there, went to school there, graduated from there? Uh, yes, I actually uh, went to college there as well, Canisius College, and I, uh, I actually brought it up in the interview process that I grew up in a town very similar to uh, Lebanon, where it's you know has its rural part, suburban feel, and then that, that old town village, so um, very similar, and it's kind of what drew me to uh, pursue this position. Yeah, I was uh, fascinated to, to see different parts of New York, because as from an Ohio guy, I've never been to New York, all you see is New York City, so that's right. what you think all New York is like that, and you start driving through, and it's like, oh, oh no. man, this yeah. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what's your favorite memories in New York? Uh, well, I can't say much about the Bills, but I was certainly a fan. <laughs> um, no, I grew up, I mean, have uh, three brothers. We're all two years apart, so, um, you know, sports was very a uh, big part of my life growing up. Two awesome parents. And, um, you know, just, just the lessons learned and things through athletics kind of drove me into a career in it. And, um, you know, that's what I, I work for every day, to give back to kids and make those memorable experiences through athletics. So, um, you know, my memories, I'm kind of, you know, living them every day and trying to share them. So let's go back when you were a kid, you're growing up in uh, Buffalo or outside of Buffalo and you're doing your sports things. What were you involved in? Uh, football and basketball mainly. And then, and then, uh, lacrosse was actually taking off in uh, the central part of New York state near Syracuse, um, at my time growing up. So I played one year of lacrosse as well in high school. Um, it was kind of in its infant stages as I was coming up, um, similar to where, the way it is in Ohio right now. So it's kind of an interesting dynamic. I think that the future is really bright in this part of the state for, mm -hmm. for lacrosse just because of the type of that, that type of football kid or, um, you know, the uh, 
agility you know necessary to play the sport I think there's tremendous athletes uh, girls lacrosse players getting into it I think the future is really bright in terms of uh, when I was growing up a lot of the mid-Atlantic area and in central New York you saw a lot of the college kids mm -hmm. coming from those areas I think Ohio's next in line to really take yeah. off from a from a lacrosse standpoint I would add also that with lacrosse being a spring sport that it provides another opportunity for uh, some of our athletes that may not want to be involved in track or may not play baseball <clears throat> that uh, they now have another so they'll have another selection which is lacrosse yeah. absolutely I, I don't often I don't know why I just look at lacrosse as almost like the roller derby of our day right it's like the very physical I don't know it's just a different sport I, I think it's uh, it's growing in popularity for sure you know they don't wear roller skates though right Mike <laughs> I do I do but they try to hurt up people I've seen it <laughs> it's the uh, hockey version right of just sure yeah. on spot with spikes you yeah. just don't get to fight as much sure <laughs> or at least they penalize you a little bit for that well okay so you were involved in football mm -hmm. so tell me a little bit about that uh well fo I football and basketball throughout throughout high school but specifically um, football what did you like or not like about football well I loved um a lot of the things I love now which is uh railing a community um you know, I was the kid that that worked on getting the student section in the stands, even if we weren't winning, you know, and, and generating preseason T-shirts for the offseason and those types of things. I just love the camaraderie that, that athletics brings. Um, that, that was kind of my thing. You know, I wasn't the biggest guy. Um, I, I played quarterback, but my thing was I just loved the, the Friday night feel and, mm -hmm. and the way that the, the town rallied around it, and there was a lot of history in our, our program. Um, so those were the things that, that really drew me to it, um, was that excitement and that energy surrounding athletics, especially at a Division One level. Mm -hmm. um, and so th those are the things that really excite me about this opportunity. I think, um, you know, coming in, I, I really want to uh, generate some excitement throughout the community to, to rally behind our logo and our kids and, and create those experiences and memories for the kids that'll last a lifetime. You know, n not a large percentage go on to play after high school, mm -hmm. much like me. You know, my, my last memories of playing were with those teammates, with those kids, with those coaches and those classmates. And you spend so much time, you know, you have, you have a, a schedule throughout the day with several different teachers, but, but you spend a lot of time at practice with those coaches and, and those, um, those relationships, they last a long, long time. So, um, just really special, really eager to get started and, and start seeing where we can kind of, uh, improve things. Now you didn't, uh, bring us into the conference that we're about to go into. So if jump in here but how do you see that playing out and Todd you can speak to that too well we why, were uh, why, why are we going into this sure if you want to go first arena time. well <clears throat> the uh, ECC the Eastern Cincinnati Conference decided to expand from mm -hmm. uh, seven teams to ten teams is that correct and uh, they invited uh, Lebanon and a couple of other school districts uh, to uh, join Little Miami being one. Uh, so Keith, of course, was behind uh, the research and, and uh, you know, what it takes to, to join a new uh, conference as part of Little Miami. Uh, and the other uh, school is Wenton Woods. So uh, the, it expanded from seven teams to ten teams. Uh, we took a look at that invitation. We looked at uh, the GWAC, our current conference, Conference. Uh, the GWAC was undergoing some uh, some changes uh, at that point in time. It was mm -hmm. a 20 team conference. Uh, 10 of the teams decided to leave the conference, which uh, left it a 10 member conference. And uh, there were there was some uh, uh, 
some uncertainty maybe is the best term to use uh, with that conference. I'm happy to say the GWAC is, is strong. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's going to survive Lebanon leaving, uh, w- w- which it should, uh, and it has some good leadership and, and some good schools involved. But we took a look at the schools in both conferences and just decided that the ECC would be a better fit Mm -hmm. Uh, for Lebanon and our student athletes. Uh, You know, there are some natural rivalries with some schools in the ECC. We still get to maintain our rivalries with with Springboro, for example, Mm -hmm. in Miamisburg. Uh, But we'll develop uh, some stronger rivalries with some of the local schools, Kings, uh, Loveland, et cetera, Little Miami, Mm -hmm. uh, that I think will, you know, just propel us into uh, a more competitive environment uh, when we're competing for conference titles. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a good uh, synopsis of it. What is your thoughts? Yeah, well, I uh, we were in the SWAC at Little Miami, and then we were part of this application process towards the ECC. I think what what um, the, the, for us geographically at Little Miami, geographically it made sense because most of the teams we were affiliated with were uh, on the western side of town. But um, what I'm I'm most excited about, and I can't speak you know on the G Walk as much because I haven't had had much um, interaction with them. But the, um, the communities that are a part of the ECC are, are phenomenal commu- communities. Um, the ADs are awesome. I've been in those meetings the last year and a half mm-hmm. uh, as we're planning for the 10-team arrangement uh, with Bill, with the other ADs. And so um, just a great group that have a, a great vision um, and know that it can be not only one of, but perhaps the premier conference in Southwest Ohio um, with, with the other communities that are involved. So it's, it's very exciting. Um, I think it's a, a tremendous opportunity. I know speaking with Bill, we're, we're moving from the seventh largest district in the GWAC to now the third in the, in the ECC, which I think helps elevate us um, pretty quickly in terms of competitiveness. So um, I, know, I know a lot of the coaches are really excited. And then the exposure for the kids, mm-hmm. that would increase, right? Uh, as far as getting noticed, a lot of kids are, you know, curious if I play for Lebanon, will I get noticed versus going to Moore versus wherever to better, Absolutely. better enhance my shot at going pro. Sure. Or just, you know, going to play at the next level that um, that exposure being in a premier yeah, conference college. for sure. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I would say let's not skip the college. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You know, I I would say, Mike, that uh, it's interesting that you asked that question. Um, I I, I think Keith and I haven't talked about this, but, uh, you know, in my experience, I've been doing this for a long time. This is my 32nd year. Um, If a if a athlete is talented Mm -hmm. and and is good, they're going to be discussed. They're going to be discovered. And and not only that, I'll say it. uh, I'll go even a little bit further and say that if an athlete wants to play at the collegiate level, there's probably a place for them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, given that given that they they have some talent and some skill. Mm-hmm. And so one of the roles of an athletic director uh, is to work with our coaches in making sure uh, that our student athletes are getting the exposure that they need mm-hmm. uh you know, uh, to play at the next level, to compete, to compete at the next level. I think where that conversation gets muddied a lot is that uh, a lot of parents have too high of expectations for Division One right. athletes. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- those athletes are on another level. Right. Uh, but you know, Division Two, II, Division Three, uh, and some of the other levels. Uh, you know, if, if you're if you're talented at the sport, talented at your position, a hard worker, a good student. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's probably a place for you. Well, uh, with Huddle being around too, it's a little bit easier to shop your kid around to some of the college recruiters and stuff, and let them see what 
you've done, which is which is pretty cool. Yeah. So it, it, you were at Little Miami just prior. Yes, the Correct. last uh, two years. Mm-hmm. All right, tell us a little bit about that and where you took that program. Sure. Well, when I arrived there, um, I, ha- I was living in Mainville, so I, uh, I ended up going there. Um, position opened. I had known the football coach at the time, and um, I don't want to say it was dormant, but it, it just looked like it had a lot of potential to um, energize uh, a community uh, that I was a part of and uh, come in and um, generate some excitement. Um, they were in the SWAC and had uh, dreams of getting into that ECC, so we were able to accomplish that. There are also some facility things that we needed to improve. Um, as we lost some coaches, we were able to, um, to attract some new ones that I think really elevated the program. And I think the seriousness of athletics, the competitive nature, um, that culture, that, that word that's thrown around, I think just really elevated. I, I was so proud of our kids and the way that they just rallied around athletics. We improved the student sections and the spirit uh, surrounding athletics and uh, that's something that I'm, I'm really proud of. I think that um, we, we are definitely leaving um, and it's a better place. Uh, I haven't been there for two years. Uh, some may not say that, but you know I think we, we worked really hard and kept the, um, the students uh, front and center in terms of every decision we made and what we were doing. So uh, we have a, there's a new weight room going in there now and some future plans for uh, expanded uh, wrestling room and things along those lines that a Division One program just kind of needed to have, you know, things mm-hmm. that Lebanon, you know, already has. Um, mm-hmm. So just elevating them um, to a place where uh, t- tomorrow's better for the kids, I think we were able to do that. Mm-hmm. Like anything, when you're asked to take it over, you, you inherit it uh, the way it is. So sure. going to the next level, and I know you haven't probably had a whole lot of chance to evaluate what, what you are dealing with now, but do you have something that's like pressing in your mind, like, hey, when I get in there, this is kind of what I – what I want to do, how I want to gear the philosophy or just... Well, you know what? I think the answers are with the people that are here. And so I've already worked on uh, sending out a, a questionnaire to all of our coaches and, and pertinent staff members that have shared tremendous feedback. And I'm reading through all that right now to get an understanding of... I mean, the answers are here. Mm-hmm. Um, what, do, what do they think? Was now that an anonymous survey or was that just a... No, no. Okay, so uh, just kind of a, a SWOT analysis of mm-hmm. strengths and weaknesses and things. And the feedback's been tremendous. Um, you start to see some trends and different things where you probably want to focus your time early on. So we have to have some more discussions. Um, I'm not officially on board yet, so I'm, I'm working through remotely kind of doing some of that stuff and researching. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think some things will come to light. I think through the interview process, you start to learn some things of, of maybe where they want us to, to focus on improving things. So um, I'm, I'm eager to, to rally the kids in the community. Um, I just think that that's um, my fabric. It's something that I enjoy doing. Um, watching the kids get excited about what they're doing and, um, you know, that exposure of, of being on a team and, mm-hmm. you know, in the community giving them high fives and seeing our, our logo around town. I just think that that's, uh, that's really special and, and very memorable. So I want to focus on that. And, then, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, the nuts and bolts of and logistics of managing the department that we got to work through. And I had some meetings on that and how things work in the office and everything. But, um, I just want to improve that experience for the kids, first and foremost. Yeah, I, I agree. And part of um, your role, obviously, includes hiring coaches and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Do you have any thought with the current coaches we have? And Not putting you on the spot for anything, but do you see a need to bring on a specific sport that we don't have that you might be looking for? Or Well, uh, 
I guess in the short, I have to meet all the coaches and, and, you know, um, I've, I've contacted them via text message and I called a couple of them. So it's been good getting to know them. Um, the one pressing thing is we, is lacrosse is officially coming on as a sport as we enter the ECC. So we have to work on, uh, officially onboarding some coaches, uh, for girls and boys lacrosse. So we'll probably What's the work age on that later this summer. Age groups for the lacrosse. Are you uh, it's nine to 12. Okay. It's nine to 12. Yeah. All right, so we're not introducing it in elementary. I don't, I don't know. Well, currently it's, it exists, but it's a club sport, so it wasn't sanctioned by the school. And chime in if I'm wrong here, but um, similar to what we did at Little Miami, it, 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 it's a club, and then you can adopt it as a as a district sport mm-hmm. where it's sanctioned by the OHSAA. So we're transitioning Lebanon this first year, where they'll officially be under the OHSAA uh, and the district. Yeah, we don't have any <clears throat> uh, sanctioned sports at uh, the elementary level. They're all community youth based. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. So besides the lacrosse, are you looking at anything else at, at this particular moment, or is that? No, much? I'm excited to get in and work with our coaches that are that are on board and see how I can help them and support them and improve what we're doing. Yeah, I'll jump in there. Uh, one that we uh, I think I don't think about either is that uh, we're also starting e-gaming uh, with the start of the new school year. Tell so, me how that is. Uh, well, if you're familiar with uh, with gaming and, and the, the large uh, sponsored uh, e-gaming events and, and we're talking game, about video games, we're talking about video. E-sports. Oh my goodness, yeah. really? Esports and uh, thanks. That's the word I was looking for. Esports and uh, so we, uh, Bill Stewart, our, our uh, current soon to be f- uh, former athletic director, uh, was pretty heavily involved in working with uh, our high school staff. Uh, in uh, building interest in our kids, building interest in uh, coaches. And uh, so we will be joining several other uh, school districts uh, in, in the eSports uh, arena and giving some of our kids an opportunity who uh, you know do not would not compete on the athletic field uh, to participate uh, and comp- compete uh, virtually. Uh, and you know just like uh, our other sports there are scholarship opportunities uh, there are college teams and if you've ever uh, caught an event on a Saturday or Sunday I know I've seen a few on uh, on television on, on uh, network television uh, there's some big money <laughs> that, yeah. uh, that some young kids are, are bringing in uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars through sponsorship and, and uh, wow. participating in tournaments. Yeah, there's and, an interest. Uh, yeah, the net, so there's a big interest. Uh, in fact, we're anticipating that we, we will have several teams uh, of students based on the interest survey uh, that we sent out. So so that's a big one. Uh, you well, know, thanks for making me feel yeah. old, Todd, because yeah. I had no idea Lacrosse that that was even a thing. Yeah. But you just uh, caused my ratings on this podcast to shoot up because I'm sure there's a lot of kids that are going to want to hear what you just said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so being uh, an athletic director is also budgets and all that stuff. Has, has there been any um, – thought process to the, the you know where we're at with the school and what we need to do going forward if we're entering a new co- uh, conference do you have to change uniforms do any of that stuff i'm blinded to all that so i'm asking just open honest questions here i don't know that process so the budget that's set you inherited that but have you had a chance to look at it and say hey we're, we're in good shape here or is it one of those things where we need to improve does the fields need to change i know they just spent a lot of money on the astrocher we got a grant for it right to, to enhance the football field so yeah, a lot of that I obviously have to ask questions and learn and see where everything's at. We'll have a meeting coming up with the treasurer and, and see where everything is. Um, but I think um, you know 
most districts, you're going to have your, your typical issues of, of transportation and different things you have to work through to make sure you're being fiscally responsible and uh, that everything's lining up to, to, to do things successfully and responsibly. Um, I know equipment orders and things going to have to come up for those fall sports. So just um, asking questions, listening, learning those first few months to see where things are at and how they typically run here or what's already been ordered or purchased or things along those lines. So I, I don't have too much information at this point, you know, mm-hmm. in these infancy stages here. But, um, you know, I've been through it um, a couple times now to get in and get an understanding of how things work and, and how to move forward responsibly. Yeah, I, I would say our greatest concern at this point in time is uh, fall sports because, uh, our, you know, like most high school sports programs, the football uh, season is what helps fund mm-hmm. most of your other programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, you know, even if we are allowed to uh, return to the football field and, and compete, uh, you know, we're not sure what our gates will look like because I, I'm certain that there'll be a lot of community members that uh, will feel a need to continue to stay away from large crowds or, you know, mass gatherings, or we may even be ordered uh, not to do that. Uh, Just you, send you, in your you, ticket money. You've seen, yeah, <laughs> you've yes. seen some of the uh, some of the pro sports franchises, you know, that are looking, you know, or leagues like Major League Baseball and uh, so forth that are looking at how to uh, conduct a season right. without fans. Uh, and certainly that's a whole different uh, a whole different level than, than at the high school uh, level. But certainly, uh, you know, to, to have a season without any fans uh, would be probably good for our athletes because they get a chance to compete, our coaches. Uh, but certainly from an athletic department, budget standpoint yeah it'd be detrimental uh, yeah it would be very detrimental uh and, and so uh you know that that's that's one of the worries that we have right now and concerns and right now we don't have a real good answer that's where uh, the boosters today. come in too right i mean that's where you ask some people help hey, help offset some costs so you want to talk about the boosters at all and todd or anybody here that want to talk about how they play a part of this whole thing well our booster club has always been uh you know very supportive and very helpful uh, to the program, uh, you know, without a strong booster organization, then the, you know, the cost of athletics falls upon mm-hmm. uh, the athlete, the parents, and the school district. And so we try, like many districts, we try not to subsidize the athletic program. You know, we want it to be a self uh, a self-funded entity, much like food service, uh, doesn't doesn't always happen, uh, you know, based on, on gates and those types of things. Uh, but um, you know, we're the boosters help us in that area so that you know they can provide some uh, some purchases and and, and and things that maybe we wouldn't buy as part of our school, our operational budget. Uh, and so you know, we pay coaches. Uh, the district pay, pays coaches and so forth. Boosters aren't allowed to do any of that. But in terms of, uh, you know, uh, a tackling dummy uniform sometimes, a uh, rebound machine, mm-hmm. pitching machines, those types of things, it's nice when the boosters can uh, can fundraise and raise money to make those types of purchases, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that greatly help out our programs. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, you know, Keith's had a lot of experience working with boosters. Yes, I'm look, looking forward to getting to know them and, and roll up our sleeves and do what we can to help supplement the, the cost of athletics. Exactly. Yeah, I, I became a booster about two years ago. So I just kind of ha- wondered how that all played a part. 
So um, Keith would be happy to take your check. Yeah. 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 <laughs> check? No problem. <laughs> Might want to hold on to it for a little bit. <clears throat> well, um, J.D. Faust, do you know him? Yes. He's a friend of mine. Uh, actually, he went to a church that we were at and grew up there. And I was Yeah, we have I, mutual friends. I don't know him too well. We have mutual friends. I was happy to see him go minor league baseball and all that stuff. Sure. And then the athletic director spot. I'm sure you know, his life has changed a little bit. But when he was doing uh, that specifically, um, when he first got started into it, very exciting. But as you get going into it and you get a family, sure. um, he very quickly told me that it's not just the Friday night football. It's oh, yeah. all the sports, and it's a lot of commitment, and it's a lot of time away from the family. Mm-hmm. How do you adapt uh, your mindset around that? It's something you're passionate about, obviously. You want to do it, but at some point, there's got to be a balance or else you'll burn right. out. Because well, you if could, you can you, believe this, I, I, uh, I spent seven years in Division One college athletics, a couple years at the University of Cincinnati and then, and then Tennessee and Knoxville. And um, if you can if you can imagine this, the hours were even more crazy than than the athletic director life. So it was actually a uh, my wife was pretty happy when I went back to the uh, high school AD route. And um, so it's been pretty fortunate. She's uh, tremendously supportive. We have a two year old son, Sammy, and a four year old boy, uh, Jackson, who uh, they get what's going on and, mm-hmm. and they love it and they love being around it. Um, but their support has allowed me to just, um, you know, it, it, I, I'm no rocket scientist. I, I've gotten to where I've gotten to on, on energy and enthusiasm and, and um, spending a lot of time doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love that part of it. And uh, I'm around a lot. I like to get out and watch everybody play. I'm not, I'm not an office guy, you know, uh, 12 hours a day. I'm out there and, and interacting with the kids. So uh, it's fun for me. And when you enjoy it, uh, I guess it, it doesn't really burn you out if, if you know your why and why you're doing it. And, mm-hmm. um, I just continue to let that drive me every day. So it's been good so far. I guess uh, maybe when the kids need to start being driven around, it might get a little more uh, hectic. But I, I can't complain at this point. I love what I do. So, Keith, when you were at the University of Cincinnati in Tennessee, mm-hmm. that was uh, you followed a certain coach, I would imagine. Yeah, as well, most people yes. do, like a yep. mentor or something. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that experience. Um, I, uh, I got to work alongside a ton of great men, great leaders, um, uh, you know, great female leaders as well. But in, you know, in the football arena it, where I was specifically, it's uh, obviously male dominated. Um, but, uh, you know, we had um, just so many great, I tried to take somebody, something from everybody that I, I had worked with. And, and so many of them had worked so hard and so long to get to where they were, um, just their work ethic. Uh, what they brought every day, their their work ethic, their um, you know their sense of pride in their work and their performance, um, the way they went about things, the way they treated people, um, and just some of the advice. You know, I'll never forget some of the advice I got or some of the great um, you know lessons that I learned. I got to be a part of of some great professional development opportunities with guest speakers and um, you know meet some great people. And I tried to just take a little bit of everything and and. Um, you know, make it my own, but I just think I've, I've never stopped learning. Uh, I believe in, in being a lifetime learner. And so everyone I come across, I don't know that I gave them as much as they could give me. And mm-hmm. I just kept, you know, adding on and learning and, and uh, trying to improve. So it was a, it was a really, really good experience. Um, you know, it's, it's tough to, to take that journey at the, at the college level when you got to bounce around every three years and right. you don't know if you're going to have a job and it's so performance-based. Uh, and I kind of lost touch with that um, student-athlete interaction. interaction. Um, it became so specialized where you're just fundraising or you're just planning this or you're just doing compliance where, um, you know, it's just my nature to have all these balls kind of in the air and, 
um, be back really close to what drove me into this, which was that experience as a high school uh, student athlete. So mm -hmm. uh, the long and short of it is it was it was an awesome experience. I wouldn't be where I am now with without those people that guided me through. And I still stay in touch with so many of them. Mm -hmm. I, I have a son that plays football and his friends. Obviously, they're always hanging out. They're, a lot of them were here today before they went out. Uh, to do some work today but um six feet apart i'm sure yeah of course <laughs> so anyway they they're excited to see a new athletic director come in <clears throat> not speaking about the other uh previous history but just the new new look at the athletic department as a whole and sure what you're going to bring to the table is there something that drives you personally keith i mean is there something that the listeners need to know about you well um i think that i just want the kids to be proud of the logo that they're wearing, uh, their community, and know what it means to so many people, the people that played before them, um, their coaches, their, you know, their teachers, that there's just, there's pride in that logo and there's pride in Lebanon um, and that they're a part of something bigger than themselves. And I think that, you know, if we can just um, create that, you know, one town, one team type of, of feel and, and excitement that we're supporting each other, um, that we can get the football team to go watch a volleyball game or we can get the soccer team to go out and watch a golf match and we're all supporting each other, that that starts to snowball and, and that's that's the type of spirit that, that I think drives me every day. And um, I like to think that, um, you know, I pay attention to, to details, but I, 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 I really try to um, celebrate small wins and know that it's part of a bigger picture and a bigger vision. So, um, you know, what might not be accomplished year one, we've set the foundation as time goes on into something really special. So we just keep chopping wood, as I like to say, and, and a lot of small things that people may not notice are part of bigger plans. And we'll just, just keep working to get everybody excited. I, I just think that that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. Well, we welcome you, obviously, to Lebanon. We thank, thank uh, God and Todd and the board and everybody else who picked you. So do I. Yes, so do I. We, you know what drives me? I'll tell you what, that there was that there's eighty other people that want my job. That'll drive you every day too. You <laughs> that'll know? make so, you want to get up a little yes, extra early. Yes. Somebody probably probably a few people that didn't want me, so I'll I'll try to prove them wrong. Yeah. So I'll try to make Lebanon proud every day. I'm sure you will. Todd, you want to leave us with any words of encouragement here? Well, certainly I want to thank Keith for uh, his time today and in, in joining us and in, in doing a little introduction to the uh, community. We're going to try and uh, hold some type of, you know, meet the new AD uh, event when we're allowed to uh, to gather again uh, in, in larger groups. Uh, and, and, you know, that may be sometime this summer. It may be after school starts in the fall. I'm not sure. Uh, but, you know, this is the last week of school, and uh, it, it was uh, certainly a crazy ending to the school year. Uh, we're now, we've now set our sights on, you know, what we need to do to plan for starting school in August. Uh, we don't have all of those answers yet, uh, but, but we're working on them, and we're getting closer to, to a plan every day. Uh, and, you know, just want people to know that, you know, our goal is to keep uh, our kids and our staff uh, and everybody else associated with it safe and uh, make good decisions about uh, continuing on uh, with our with our programming, both our uh, educational programming, curriculum and instruction, and, of course, our uh, athletic program and uh, all of our other uh, clubs and those types of things. So uh, we're kind of all in it together and, and uh, you know, looking forward to the challenge. And uh, but, but we will have a plan and uh, we'll get a lot of input into that. And hopefully it'll be something that uh, that the community will be proud of. 
Well, uh, to the listeners, you may or may not know, Todd has a background in broadcasting. Todd has done sports uh, through, which college was that? Or Many moons ago, Mike. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was but it's on in your a blood. radio station in Salina, WCSM, and uh, I started in college. I was a, a part-time DJ, and uh, I wasn't there just too long, and, and the uh, sports sports guys left. And so the uh, owner of the station said, hey, you, you played sports. Uh, how'd you like to do some sports announcing? So uh, I joined... Uh, the sports announcing team, and within a couple of years, I was the head play-by-play guy, and I was on the radio for, uh, I think it was 16 years, wow. maybe, uh, there, and then uh, continued when I became a superintendent uh, at that uh, couple of school districts that I was at. It, it switched to internet radio at that point in time, but uh, so, uh, yeah, I miss those days. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I've done some here, too. Yeah, I, I've done that. some yeah. for Channel 6. Uh, a little bit, but uh, well, I bring that up obviously because your passion in the sports side of things, you had a vested interest as well. And I'm sure you're glad to have Keith with us. And um, well, I'm looking for specifically somebody that will cover sports for Lebanon. So as we get the right personality and no dogs in the fight, so to speak, they can come in and do some honest uh, evaluations of some of the programs and maybe give you some feedback. And hopefully, you'll come back on the show. Absolutely. And uh, we'll just make it a continual conversation and uh, bring the listeners up to speed about the athletic department and everything the whole picture but then specifically maybe some sports related stuff especially when the lacrosse gets rolling and what you're looking for absolutely i appreciate you having me yeah well thanks again you've been listening to let's talk you're with your host michael myers